Where else can you go to not only find the information on how to train your dog, but the best deals on training equipment as well? Standing Stone Supply has everything you need to create that next versatile champion from DT system electronics down to even emergency med kits to take with you on your hunting trips. If you need some help with your training program, then their step-by-step -step online course might be a great fit for you, making it a convenient one-stop shop for the knowledge as well as the gear to take your training to the next level. Hit up standingstonesupply.com and promo code GDIY will save you 10%. Being an upland hunter in the south nowadays unfortunately means a lot of travel to try and find birds for my dogs. This means it's even more important that my map scouting is reliable to justify the effort. This is where Onyx comes in. I can honestly say that Onyx directly impacts the level of success I find on my trips. Whether it's the private versus public land boundaries, the expanding number of unique layers and features by state, or the 3D mapping capabilities, my initial step in planning my hunting trip starts with Onyx. To know where you're going, you have to first know where you stand. Check out Onyx Hunt Maps and use code G. GDIY20 at checkout to save 20%. GDIY has partnered with the Bird Dog Society to do monthly bonus check-ins to discuss and announce any news and events that may be of interest for any and all bird dog owners and trainers. There are a lot of factors that impact us as we try to train, hunt, and just live with our dogs. So it is important to recognize the resources we utilize are maintained, improved, and people actually know about them. Please check out the links in the show notes that can direct you where to get involved and show your support. All right, everybody, welcome to the inaugural bonus episode that we're going to be doing from here on out on a monthly basis with the Bird Dog Society. Joined with me is Jim Burris. Jim, how you doing? Doing great, Nick. How are you? Uh, living the dream as always. <laughs> uh, I guess there's really nowhere else to start, but we had you on a, a, a number of weeks ago recently. We did a snipe hunt, but we also did a full episode with you and Terry Ann on the Bird Dog Society. Yeah. And I told you that I believed in the mission statement. I, I think what you guys are trying to put together is is really impressive, and I wanted to support it. So we kind of worked out this little kind of partnership thing to where we're going to start doing some real quick, like, monthly check-ins and let everybody know what's going on. But uh, So I'm excited to kind of help you guys out, at least in a way that I can, right? So, it, you know, go ahead for everybody that maybe didn't catch that episode. Tell everybody who you are and what the Bird Dog Society is and what kind of partnership that this is going to look like, you know, months to come. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, first off, you know, we, we're really excited about this partnership and, and kind of pairing with you because, you know, your, a lot of your philosophies and everything that you've talked about over the years is very similar with what uh, what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, but my name is Jim Burris. Um, I'm the uh, founder and chairman of the Bird Dog Society. And we're a nonprofit 501c3 charitable organization, and our mission is to create and enhance uh, resources for the mental and physical well-being of uh, bird dogs and facilitate a more rewarding uh, experience for bird dog owners. Um, and, you know, kind of that's our mission statement. And, you know, it, it's kind of simply put, if we can make a dog's tail wag and, and put a <laughs> smile on a dog, uh, bird dog owner's face, you know, that's that's kind of what we're here for. Um, because we really want to address, you know, this uh, uh, fragmentation and, and, and challenge that new bird dog owners have when they get dogs and, and they're not quite sure where to start or they're a little bit intimidated to go out and do some of these events or, you know, they're struggling to, you know, make a bond with the dog because, you know, they're, they're, they lack training or, or whatever resource they need. 
Uh, and so we want to try to facilitate them being able to get the resources they need and provide a support network and a community uh, where they can go to and, and get training advice or, you know, be part of a community or a group uh, or be part of projects that, you know, help uh, create access uh, for public lands and bird dogs and hunting opportunities and, and also non-hunting uh, activities that they can do during the on-season, off-season, stuff like that, like dock diving and, and whatnot. Um, so really, I mean, if you go back to our mission statement, uh, we want to, you know, try to make sure that every bird dog, you know, has the opportunity to be mentally and physically stimulated because, you know, if, if you've been around these dogs a lot, you know that if they're stimulated in those uh, two uh, aspects, then, you know, you have a better mannered bird dog, especially around the house. Yeah, so. just higher quality of life. And and that was a beautiful job, summing up pretty much what we covered in the entire episode uh, a few weeks back, which I just looked at episode 166, if you want to go into more detail and kind of hear the formation of, and where the idea kind of stemmed from. But ultimately, what the way I'm looking at this and, and the way it makes sense to me is quality of life. And that encompasses kind of everything. And that's what, that's what piqued my interest with what you guys are doing is y'all aren't coming at it from just one angle where, you know, there's a lot of organizations out there for dogs in general, not just bird dogs that do a lot of good work, but it seems like they're all specialists and, and specialize in one area. And it seems like you guys are, are coming at this with a concerted effort to produce the most well-rounded bird dog and, and really dog ownership experience overall. Yeah. Our mission is uh, a little bit unique um, because I mean, we are, we do have a, a, a a sharp focus and that's on the dog. Um, but you know, we're not making that a specific breed of dog or a specific group of people. Uh, you know, if it, if it's a bird, well, I guess it, we, we target bird dogs, uh, but that constitutes over 30 some different breeds. Um, and, and so we, we want to try to provide resources, um, for all those dogs. And, and so there is a broad, um, um, array of things that we can do, um, that, you know, Right now, there's, I wouldn't say lack of effort, but there's just no direction out there, uh, particularly with uh, helping protect, you know, dogs on public lands and providing, you know, resources on public lands, taking care of them. Uh, and then also, you know, just kind of pulling all the information together in one one site, you know, you... Our website's going to be kind of a workhorse where we have a lot of information in there, articles that you can read on, you know, how to get into hunting, how to get into dock diving, how to get into shed hunting, um, where you can go to find public land to take your dog out on, um, you know, other resources like uh, special interest groups, breed groups, stuff like that, um, health information, you know, from veterinarians and stuff. We just recently had... Uh, added Dr. Jay Brecky onto our board of directors. Uh, he's a veterinarian out of uh, uh, Colorado, uh, so he's going to be a, a huge plus for us to, you know, have that uh, experience on the board to, to help with people with health issues and, and kind of fill that part of our mission to where we make ownership easier for people with bird dogs. And, and you know, if we can do that, and and everybody has the you know kind of the experience we have with bird dogs, then it's less likely that people are going to be giving dogs to you know, shelters or chaining them up to a tree in the backyard and, you know, forbid, and, you know, that does happen. But yeah. that, that always breaks my heart if I see a dog that, you know, seems like it has a lot of potential or something like that and it just doesn't get an opportunity to hunt or, you know, it maybe for lack of training or something, but, you know, the owner just isn't involved and engaged with the dog's life. Yeah. Um, so. And overall, kind of what we talked about, you you make the, the quality of life overall for the dog and the owner, it creates a better experience to where not only is that one dog and owner more fulfilled, Hopefully, in the long run, generations ahead, something like this can be the catalyst for kind of being a movement for for better overall 
good, you know, in future generations to come, breeders, veterinarians like Jay, you know, stuff like that to where the bigger impact and the more w- that we can be in front of people with this this type of mission statement and, and mission overall, just the healthier the entire gun dog universe will be, right? Hopefully, ideally. Yeah. That's yeah, the theory and, anyway. <laughs> and we're focused on dogs, but I mean, really, we have to work through the owners. So, you know, yeah. we're, we're trying to make them uh, happy and provide resources for, for them. Um, but you know, if, if you think about it in the, you know, kind of the grand scheme of things, you got all these organizations out there, you know, whether it's RGS, AWS, PF, QF, Ducks Unlimited, Delta Waterfowl. You know, I mean, you keep going down the list. There's one thing that unites them all and that's the doc. And, and those are all hunting organizations. Then you get into dock diving, you get fly ball and then lure coursing and agility testing, you know, you know same animals. thing, you know, yeah. that what unites all those groups is the dogs, but there's not a group out there that, you know, has the voice or the focus on the dog. And that, uh, I think that's a really good point to touch on because a lot of people listening to this, they, their first gut instinct probably w- was to combat that with, it starts with the bird, not the dog. And it's like, since you've been in this world, let me ask you a question. How many people have you been talking to that when they get into the world, the dog brings them to bird hunting and not the other way around to where bird hunting generally doesn't bring people to dogs. It does some people for sure. But on average, most people get into today's day and age, they get into bird hunting through their dog. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people that, you know, were very opposed to hunting and then they get a dog because they want to exercise with the dog or they want to do, you know, mm-hmm. adventure hiking with the dog. And then, you know, fast forward two or three, maybe four years down the road, then, you know, their dog points a squirrel or points a, a bird while they're out hiking. And there's like, man, I want to, you know, that dog really enjoyed that. And you know, I want to see what this is all about and, and, uh, you know, go down the, the rabbit hole, so to speak. And next thing you know, they're buying shotguns and blaze orange and they're going out in the woods. And, and then to kind of, you know, go on that, it, it all starts with the dog because, I mean, there's a, there's a gentleman I hunted with yesterday. Uh, he's a big time, big game hunter and everything else. He just got an English pointer. And uh, since he's got this English pointer dog, now he switched to bird hunting and hardly ever goes deer hunting. I uh, hunted with a guy like that yes. like two weeks ago. He was just like, I pretty much hung up my bow. So <laughs> yeah, so these dogs change our lifestyles and change our priorities, and, and you know that's it, seeing that kind of um, I don't know that kind of drives you know what we do at the Bird Dog Society, you know, because we want to see that, and and those are the kind of people that we are. You know, these dogs change our lives, and we just want to help facilitate that in others where it's a positive change and, and as opposed to a negative change where you come home from work and the dog's eating your sofa or, <laughs> you know, the neighbor's yeah. cat is up a tree and, you know, your neighbor is yelling at you because your dog, you know, is at the bottom of the tree barking at it. Yep. So, um, Absolutely. But, you know, those are all challenges. You know, these dogs are, you know, very athletic, high prey drive and very intelligent. And, and uh, if you, if they aren't mentally and physically stimulated, they can get on your last nerve pretty quickly. Yes. So. Uh, yes. That, that they can. <laughs> So we're ultimately the, the kind of the monthly bonus episode, what we're going to be doing is obviously providing updates, what you guys have been doing, what you guys are planning, any future events, so on and so forth. And so we're going to get to that. But I think it's important to, to note with you guys being a nonprofit and with us being kind of a, a podcast, which there there is monetary exchanges with usually partnerships mm-hmm. and sponsorships. I think it's important to note in full transparency that is not this type of arrangement. Ultimately, this is a quote-unquote partnership to where I believe in what you guys are doing. 
how can I support that by giving you guys kind of a platform? So I think it's important to note if somebody's sitting here listening, well, they're a nonprofit. How are they sponsoring podcasts? That's not what's going on here. Yeah, we're you know, kind of like our our vision is is united uh, in what in what we're trying to accomplish here. And and when we we had first talked about this, you know, we, we this was a mutual beneficial thing. Um, you know, like I said, there's no monetary. Uh, exchange here this is just both of us wanting to you know create a better world for bird dogs and and you know how we can do that is you know through getting um information out there through bird dog society and part of that is getting it out there through uh gdi way the uh, podcast and you know like i said we're you know grateful that i mean in our in the recording we did in december we got a tremendous response from that you know, a lot of, a lot of people reached out and said hey you know i want to be involved how do i get started you know sign me up you know i want to start a chapter in my state and, and stuff like that so yeah, we're already starting to run into growing pains where we're getting a lot of support and stuff at a very quick rate, uh, and we haven't even officially launched, uh, which, by the way, uh, we will officially be launching and have a, uh, the website live on January 9th, uh, so everybody can mark their calendars on that um, if they want to be involved with the Bird Dog Society uh, and help support our mission. Yep, and so January 9th. What are you guys doing coming out of the gate? Like you just said, you, you guys aren't lacking of ideas. You guys aren't lacking of support right now. But uh, there's there's obviously a pain to just getting the wheels rolling on this type of stuff. So what is y'all's focus when y'all launch on the ninth? What are you guys having coming down the pipe? Because I've already seen and talked to you, obviously, to where you guys already have stuff that y'all are planning, putting on calendars and stuff like that. Y'all aren't waiting around. So what do you have cooking over there? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so we're, we have a lot of things we're really excited about right now. Of course, on January 9th is when our website goes live. Uh, and that website will have a lot of initial offerings as far as resources and stuff. But the website is going to be a living website. So we're going to continuously be adding to that website. Um, so if you go to Bird Dog Society dot uh, org uh, you can check out our website on january 9th and then you know if you keep going back that we're going to continually add stuff as far as articles resources and stuff like that uh, but one thing we're excited about is a new webinar series that we uh, recently just posted about on social media uh, that's going to be starting in march uh, that's going to be offered initially to anyone any anyone out there it doesn't have to be a bird dog society member it's free to the public uh, and these are going to be monthly webinars that we do with industry leaders uh, to where people can go on and, and get some education outreach and uh, they can actually uh, see videos and presentations, um, pictures and images that, you know, you say, they say a picture's worth a thousand words, but then also you get to interact with the presenter and do a Q&A at the end. Uh, and we are already have a pretty exciting lineup uh, for that webinar series. And when the website launches, you'll be able to go on there and RSVP for any or all of them if you want. Um, but in March, you know, we're starting off with uh, Dr. Mark Olcott. Um, on March 16th, uh, he'll be talking about uh, field first aid, uh, which is always a topic that everybody has a lot of interest in, um, particularly coming out of hunting season. If you hunt enough, you're going you're gonna to need a first aid kit and need yep. to know how to use it. And then on April 13th, uh, Dr. Uh, Mark Olcott will also be coming back, and he'll be talking to us about common canine health issues. And this is going to be more health-related issues that are not field-related. Uh, it's just more ownership-related. And then on May 19th, or excuse me, May 18th, we have Gretchen Stevenson, who, who is a uh, local trainer here in North Carolina, uh, but she does uh, tracking training uh, in webinars, and she's also an AKC judge and heavily involved in NAVDA. So she's, she's going to do a presentation on uh, how to train your dog to do tracking. Okay. Um, that's that's cool. not necessarily like doing a pheasant track, but it's blood track, human tracking, and, and, and everything. So That's cool. Uh, so that's going to be really cool. And then we have several others lined up. Uh, 
as far as puppy presentations, traveling with your bird dogs and other health related uh, presentations. Then we're also looking to do an intro to upland and waterfowl hunting series. Um, Cause a lot of times, you know, a lot of these podcasts and, and, uh, um, and presentations and stuff like that. I, I feel like the, there's a basic level that sometimes they assume everyone has, uh, mm-hmm. but oftentimes what we see is people coming out there, they, they need kind of a little bit more than that. Um, Back to the basics. And yeah. To the point where, Hey, there's public land out there. You can take your dog. Uh, yeah. Whereas sometimes, you know, that's, that's assumed or, you know, you have to have this amount of orange or, you know, me, just, me, so. me and some buddies were actually talking about that the other day, just in general, not about yeah. bird dog society, but you know, it's like you spend years learning this stuff and you always try and put yourself back in the shoes of when you're first starting out, some of the questions you would have asked or what you wanted to see. And even when you're trying to think of that and focus on that, you're still going to forget different stuff to where somebody, it takes somebody asking you a question that they think might be dumb or they don't even want to ask for you to remember. I remember asking the same thing in my own head so sometimes it's good to go all the way back to the basics and for those people first starting out just know that nobody's trying to like shun you but it's it's honestly something that once you learn it a lot of us don't really kind of think about it again it's just like you said it's just assumed it's it's baked into the cake well there's a lot of stuff that goes into going hunting before you ever get to the woods and that's kind of what we want to focus on is you know, you need this, you need that, you know, what do you put in your first aid kit? You know, how do you, you know, make sure your GPS is properly calibrated? Have you ever, have you updated the firmware? Are you going to get out? You know, just a lot of stuff to think about to prepare for going hunting and, you know, how do you do some scouting, you know, where, where to go to look for woodcock or, or quail or, you know, um, you know, have you checked your state? You know, one thing with our website is we're going to have information on public access for, you know, places you can take your dog hunting. Have you checked there to see where you can go, where you park? Um, you know, yesterday I hunted a lot of public land and one of the challenges was just figuring out where you can go to park. Um, cause it's not always easily marked and there's gates, some are open, some are closed, some are seasonal. Um, but you know, just trying to figure out and some of that, that stuff. That it, may sound silly to some people that have been doing it for 20 years, but just think, I mean, how many times have you gone hunting somewhere to where maybe there's not even a place on the side of the road to pull off? Maybe, yeah. maybe you're in the mountains and, and there's a steep incline and a decline on both sides or, or maybe, I mean, where we went snipe hunting a, a month or two ago, there really wasn't anywhere to pull off if you needed mm-hmm. to it's just a, a one shot so it may sound silly and somebody's rolling their eyes at it but when you're talking about new people getting in that little stuff right there mm-hmm. is just enough to where it might it might motivate somebody to just be like eh, you know what i'm just gonna keep stick to going to nav to training days because i'm comfortable with that yeah and, and there's a lot of little tricks that when you know when you go hunting with your dog or you're hunting for birds that you know we take for granted that mm-hmm. the, the newcomers you know have to learn uh, by trial and error and so if we can shorten that learning curve and you know make it more comfortable going in the field with their dog you know that dog is going to get out there hunting more uh if the if their owner is more comfortable going hunting or if we can get them plugged in with a, a group of maybe other new hunters that they can go hunting with yeah um so so it sounds like you guys have a a large variety of things already kind of planned out scheduled tentatively and and stuff like that uh, I mean, besides the webinar, it's like, what else can y'all come with the launch already? I mean, that's that's already a, a big undertaking, what you're already planning on doing just over the first, you know,
know, three or four months. Yeah, the webinar is coming together really quick. Uh, but a few other things we're really excited about is we'll be at Pheasant Fest this year. Um, so that's going to kind of be a, a grand launch, say, hey, here we are. Uh, so if anybody's planning on being at Pheasant Fest, definitely come visit us. We're going to uh, be in booth 539 and 541. Uh, and uh, if they need a little bit of help, that's going to be sandwiched between Yukonuba and, and Navda, which is conveniently located for us. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, but yeah, come check us out at Pheasant Fest. We'd love to talk to you and talk to you about, uh, more about our mission. Um, and then something else we're also really excited about uh, is we've uh, entered in conversations with the North Carolina Wildlife Resources Commission. Of course, we're a North Carolina-based uh, organization, um, and so we expect to have a big influence in in this region. And a few of the things we're working on with the North Carolina uh, Wildlife Resources Commission and and still working out some of the logistics on some of this stuff, uh, but we're going to be going around repairing uh, some duck blinds on public lands and building new duck blinds on public lands. Okay. Um, and this is going to be dog-friendly blinds where you know people can comfortably go out on, on uh, waterfowl impoundments with their dogs and actually uh, hunt in comfort, even if it's pouring the rain down or whatnot, because <laughs> uh, a lot of these impoundments are uh, a little bit difficult to uh, access, at least the far reaches of them. Uh, so if we can just facilitate uh, people wanting to go out because they're more comfortable or there's more resources out there uh, to do that. Uh, so that's something we're going to be working on. Uh, we're also going to be coming out uh, with a hunt, uh, hunting dog specific brochure or pamphlet uh, to where it highlights all the dog hunting regulations, uh, where you can take them, where you can't take them, uh, specific dates on when you can start running dogs off leash on game lands, what you can and can't do about Every uh, training state, on game lands. Every state needs to do that. Yeah, and we're going to include all hunting dogs there uh, because the reality of it is, is if you're using uh, public lands to bird hunt with, you know, there's people out there that's uh, hunt, hunting rabbits and deers and, and raccoons and stuff like that with dogs. And, you know, if you're out there bird hunting and 50 deer dogs come running <laughs> through, uh, it could be a shock to the system. Um, so just to have that information in there so that, uh, bird dog owners know what they're getting into and, and maybe they might uh, choose game lands where there's not deer dogs around um, just because they don't want to have to deal with it or you know maybe they want to um, you know you know go somewhere where you know deer season is not you know deer hunting with a rifle is not allowed on, yeah you know, bow hunting only and stuff like that so we're going to try to have an information uh, booklet um, that we're going to work with the state with that's you know kind of focused on people hunting with dogs yeah um and then, uh, um, so there's, uh, in North Carolina, there is a field trial grounds called Hoffman, uh, field trial, um, which is public grounds, um, that site, um, uh, host field trials literally every week. Uh, so we're going to be going there, uh, and doing some updates and repairs, uh, in the future. Um, uh, so that's something we're working on, um, identifying hazards on some of the public lands with the various game land, uh, supervisors. Um, we're going to be having meetings coming up over the next few months. Uh, to where we look at uh, um, hazards to bird dogs like bob wire, uh, abandoned wells on all, you know, a lot of these uh, game lands are acquired uh, through various land acquisitions. And some of them are old farmsteads that have abandoned wells and uh, or old uh, farm structures that are dilapidated and, and you know, a hazard themselves. Uh, so we're going to go around and try to address that, uh, particularly in areas where there's high dog, uh, bird dog traffic and use. Um, so um, around bigger population areas is where we're going to kind of focus but you know if there's a need and there's a lot of activity um you know on that game lands with bird hunters and, and deer hunters and stuff like that then you know we'll focus uh, attention where we feel it has the biggest impact uh and we're also um looking to get a special use permit from the state of north carolina so we can do a spring shed hunt 
this is an off-season activity people can do with their dogs, whether they hunt or not, um, where you know, we will have some antlers planted um, on game lands. Um, and we, you know, we're still working on the logistics of the permit and stuff like that. Uh, so we don't have dates and locations and stuff like that in mind. But you know. So essentially y'all are doing a shed hunt trial or test whatever you want yeah to call we're it. not going to really make it's going to be more for fun so we're not really going to be handing out prizes for who just catches. like training opportunity but, essentially but yeah. yeah it's a way to get engaged and be active with your dog that's um, cool and we'll probably have those antlers marked with some kind of number and maybe have some uh vendor donated or sponsor donated uh prizes maybe attached to it <laughs> that's that's um, cool you yeah. find the golden so easter egg it's kind of like much. a grown-up easter egg hunt <laughs> yeah. so with your dog um and, and so that's something we, uh, we're working on and still trying to iron out the details. Uh, and we've also um, uh, are trying to initiate similar conversations with the Virginia Division of Wildlife Resources. Um, they have several field trial grounds up in Virginia and stuff. Uh, and then, you know, everywhere you go and there's public lands, there's barbed wire and all kinds of hazards yeah. and stuff like that. So uh, so that's something, you know, we'll be working on, you know, with hopefully, hopefully different states as we, you know, kind of grow and get a, a bigger foundation, uh, get more people involved and start bringing chapters online. Yeah. So ultimately, it sounds like you're, I mean, obviously, we're going to want the membership and support either way. But it sounds like you're really going to need some key people in every state almost eventually to kind of step up and really kind of take the mantle because you're not going to be able to spur it out from North Carolina to Virginia to the next state. You know, it's, it's, it's imperative that we have actual engagement and involvement on this stuff. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, the chapter system is what we're really going to be leaning on here. Uh, and we're initially going to try to get a North Carolina and Virginia chapter off the ground. And right now we're in the process of identifying leaders. Uh, to help get those off the ground. So, you know, people have an impact on their local areas um, because like you said, you know, having a, an organization that to, to try to cover all 50 states, uh, which, you know, if there's projects in Hawaii, I want to go there. But, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, we really need chapters uh, and we also need people that, you know, are going to be motivated to do, you know, have an impact locally, uh, not only for their dogs, but other people's dogs in the area. And I think that's going to be key. Um, and so particularly if you're in the North Carolina and Virginia area and you're listening to this and you want to be involved and, and you want to help out and you're crazy about bird dogs, you know, definitely uh, get in touch with us uh, so we can get you plugged in. And hopefully when we get these chapters off the ground, uh, we can start getting more projects uh, rolled out in local areas. Yeah. So, I mean, not that this isn't enough. I mean, you just named off a, a whole lot here, but is there anything else that you already have on the books or, or plans to come? Or do we want to save that for the next month's meeting? We'll save it for next month. We have other stuff coming down the pipeline, but, you know, that's, uh, we still have some more details and stuff uh, to work out some of that before I, you know, say that, yeah. you know, we're going to have these coming down. Um, but, yeah, we have a few other things cooking, um, and uh, we're really excited about those. And some of them are working with other uh, nonprofit organizations. Yeah. Uh, so we'll save that for the February update. Nice. Um, but if people want to reach out to us, uh, they can uh, follow us on social media, uh, Instagram or on Facebook. Um, and they can email us at uh, info at birddogsociety.org or they can email me directly at jim at birddogsociety.org. There you go. And I'm going to have the link to the episode we did, episode 166 in the show notes, along with the uh, link to you guys' actual website that, again, goes live on January 9th. 
So kind of mark your calendars. If this is something that interests you, be sure to to head that way on the 9th and sign up. And what does the membership process kind of look like? Is it just open to anybody? Is there a little fee? Like what, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so there'll be a fee um, and it'll be a tax deductible fee uh, minus whatever the market value is. You know, there might be promotional items and stuff that kind of come out, but it'll be a tax, a tax deductible uh, fee uh, for individual memberships. It's uh, $35. And then there's a family membership. It was basically anybody in that within that uh uh, same mailing address for sixty dollars. Uh, there'll be an honorary membership, uh, which is if you just want to get a membership to honor an old hunting buddy, a, a, a bird dog from past or whatever. Um, that's a hundred dollars, and you actually get a little plaque in honor of the person you're getting the membership for. Or the oh, dog so you're you can you can like honor your old dog or something. Exactly. That's yeah. Cool. Um, and and then we have a lifetime membership, uh, which is a thousand dollars, and that's kind of. Uh, same deal. You know, you'll get a plaque, uh, you know, thanking you for you know your contributions to helping make a better world for bird dogs everywhere. Yeah, so. too easy. Well, I'm excited. You know, at, at, when you came to me with this idea before we even did the episode, I, I got excited. I like the thought of it. I like the idea. You know, I told you that so much of this stuff is something that we all talk about with our buddies and and nobody really takes action and here you guys are trying to take action so uh people if if you're if you're like me and you've had some of these conversations with with buddies and friends and you're like I wish somebody would do it well here here they are they're doing it so be sure to go sign them up and 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 just really just throw your, your support get involved if you can if if you have the time and resources by by all means do it and Jim, I, I'm kind of excited to be a part of this and help in any, any way I can and kind of see where this goes. It's it's exciting coming out with anything new, but something of this magnitude, and it sounds like you guys already have legs under you, uh, it, it's going to be neat to see where this lands here in a few years. Yeah, we're really anxious to you know kind of see where it goes and, and, and kind of, you know, uh, be a, a positive impact on the community. Uh, and we're really excited about the partnership with GDIY and and. and and see seeing where that goes and you know kind of uh uh yeah just put stuff out there that that makes uh, bird dog ownership easy yeah too easy well on that note again guys go into the show notes hit episode 166 if you want more information their website's in the link and uh jim i appreciate it and i look forward to uh, circling back around in february absolutely thank you nick Thank you for listening to GDIY. If you enjoy this podcast, please remember to take a moment to rate, review, and share with a friend. Also, be sure to follow us and our partners on Facebook and Instagram under Gundog It Yourself. If you really enjoy the podcast and would like to contribute even more to the future content, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Gundog It Yourself. Thanks again and happy hunting. Everyone seems to have the same questions or concerns when they start trying to decide which kennel to purchase for their vehicle. Perhaps it's time to stop asking all the questions and just design the perfect setup that meets your exact needs. B-Pro Kennel specializes in designing and fabricating custom premier dog boxes handcrafted right here in the USA from high-grade, lightweight aluminum. They'll get you set up with the size dimensions, lighting, storage, battery boxes with solar charging, and anything else you can dream of. Stop stressing over buying the wrong setup just after replace it again and year go ahead and check out bprokennels.com and get exactly what you want if you're considering changing your dog's food soon then be sure to check out yukanuba pro performance their science-backed formulas are designed to take your dog to the next level of performance they also now have the new puppy formula to help your pups start strong and live active when looking at all the different food options remember yukanuba to help power their ultimate performance 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Bob from Lone Ducks Gun Dog Chronicles podcast. I hope you just enjoyed the episode you just listened to. And if you did, I think you'll enjoy hopping on ours. We've got professional retriever trainers and upland bird dog trainers from across the country and world sharing their tips and tricks and great stories to help you and your dog get ready for the season. We'll see you there.